he was mourning the fact that there was nothing much to mourn at all, he decided. He elected to linger, a favoured pastime. Sitting upon his upended valise, legs intertwined fashionably, he removed his new pipe from his coat pocket, handling it with care, much in the way one holds a chick. He had purchased the pipe only the day prior. Having never used one before, he took a particular interest as he filled it with the chocolate and chestnut-smelling tobacco. He lit a match and puffed. Puffed. His head was enshrouded in fragrant smoke, and he felt very dramatic and wished someone was watching him to witness and perhaps comment on this. Lucy was spindly and pale, bordering on sickly, and yet there was something pretty about him too. His mouth was full, his black lashes long, his eyes large and blue. Privately, he considered himself comely in an obscure but undeniable way. He adopted the carriage of one sitting in fathomless reflection, though there was in fact no motion in his mind whatsoever. Holding the pipe-head in the basin of his palm, he rotated the mouthpiece outward, so that it rested between his middle and ring fingers. Now he pointed with it, here and there, for this was what the pipe-smoking men in the tavern did when giving directions or recalling a location-specific incident. A large part of the pipe's appeal to Lucy was the way it became an extension of the body of the user, a functional appendage of his person. Lucy was looking forward to pointing with his pipe in a social setting. All he needed was an audience for whom to point, as well as something to point at. He took another draw, but being a fledgling, he became dizzy and tingly. Tapping the pipe against the heel of his palm, the furry clump clumped the ground like a charred field mouse, and he watched the blurred tendrils of smoke bleeding out through the shredded tobacco. Staring up at the cottage, Lucy catalogued his life there. It had been lonely, largely, though not particularly unhappy. Six months earlier, he had fallen ill with pneumonia and nearly died in his bedroom. He thought of the kindly face of the village priest, Father Raymond, reading him the last rites. Lucy's father, a man without God, came home from working the fields to find the priest in his home. He led the man out by the arm, this accomplished in a business-like fashion, the way one shepherds a cat from the room. Father Raymond was startled to find himself treated in such a way. He watched Lucy's father's hand on his bicep, scarcely believing it. "'But your son is dying,' Father Raymond said. Lucy heard this clearly. "'But what has that to do with you? I trust you can see yourself out now. Be a good chap and shut the door when you go.' Lucy listened to the priest's hesitant, shuffling steps. After the latch caught, his father called out, "'Who let him in?' "'I didn't see the harm,' his mother called back. "'But who summoned him?' "'I don't know who, dear. He just came around.' "'He sniffed out the carrion like a vulture,' said Lucy's father, and he laughed. In the night, alone in his room, Lucy became acquainted with the sensations of death. Much in the way one shudders in and out of sleep, he could feel his spirit slipping between the two worlds, and this was terrifying, but also lovely in some tickling way. The clock tower struck two, when a man Lucy had never met entered the room.
He was wearing a shapeless sack of what looked to be burlap. His beard, trimmed and neat, brown to black in colouring. His longish hair was parted at the temple, as though it had just been set with a brush and water. His feet were bare, and he sported caked ancient dirt running to the shinbone. He padded past Lucy's bed to sit in the rocking chair in the corner. Lucy tracked him through gummy, slitted eyes. He was not afraid of the stranger particularly, but then he wasn't put at ease by his presence either. After a time, the man said, Hello, Lucian. Hello, sir, Lucy croaked. How are you? Dying. The man raised a finger. That's not for you to say. Now he fell silent and rocked a while. He looked happy.